I Think We're Alone Now was a single by the Midwestern pop rock outfit Tommy James and the Shondells that peaked at the number four position in the U.S. charts at the beginning of 1967. Though it is overshadowed in memory by some of that band's more iconic hits, it has nonetheless been covered dozens and perhaps hundreds of times. This is Friday's best pop song ever. Doesn't seem to be anyone around. I think we're alone now. The beat. Tommy James and the Shondells were formed in Niles, Michigan during the summer of 1959, when Tommy James was still known as Tommy Jackson and was still attending Niles Junior High School. Within a few years, they'd become a hard-working road band, meaning that they'd made a living by playing four sets a night at clubs and bars throughout the Midwest. Then, in 1966, their version of Jeff Berry and Ellie Greenwich's Hanky Panky, which they had released as a single two years before, suddenly became a regional, then a national hit. Now they were recording artists with one hit to their name and the expectation of more to come. The band signed with Roulette Records, whose head, the volatile and putatively mob-connected Morris Levy, was one of the most fearsome figures in the industry. Under pressure from Levy to come up with a follow-up to Hanky Panky, James turned to a young New York-based songwriter named Richie Cordell. Cordell ended up writing several of the Shondells hits, but one of the first was, I think we're alone now. In his fine memoir, Me, the Mob, and the Music, James claims with I think we're alone now to have unintentionally invented bubblegum music. While that's arguable, there's no disputing that the song contains several elements that would become key to the bubblegum sound. One is the adolescent subject matter, and another, in keeping with that, is James' vocal performance, which he himself calls, quote, nasally, unquote, and, quote, almost juvenile sounding, unquote. 
The other is the strategic use of a farfisa organ, a toy-like instrument if there ever was one. And finally, there's the use of a staccato eighth note rhythm played on a muted electric guitar. That sound would be used by the Ohio Express on Yummy Yummy, which is perhaps the quintessential bubblegum song, and later would become a signature of pop new wave bands like The Cars. I Think We're Alone Now was released in January of 1967, and from there the cover version started rolling in. Of course, the first of these were less covers than competing versions, virtual sound-alikes coming from the likes of Jerry Lewis and the Playboys and British singer Steve Hammond. But over the next two decades, there were far too many covers by artists as diverse as the Rubenus, Lena Lovich, and country artist Jim Fotoglow to be justified by mere competition. And none of these were more successful than teen pop singer Tiffany's discified take from 1987 which became an international monster hit, rising to number one on both the US and UK charts. And after Tiffany, an interesting trend emerged in covers of I Think We're Alone Now. Most, if not all of them, were updates of Tiffany's version, with no reference to the original. Somehow, over the years, I Think We're Alone Now had evolved into a dance pop standard. To get to the bottom of why I Think We're Alone Now has been covered so many times, one first must consider the various reasons that an artist might cover a particular song. On the most basic level, I Think We're Alone Now is a simple song with a simple chord structure and melody and doesn't require a high level of virtuosity to sing or play. That also means that it's easy to learn, which might explain why some bands have turned to it as a throwaway live cover, as both Weezer and The Killers have, not to mention its many, many YouTube covers. 
Covers can also provide an opportunity for an artist with a distinctive sound to highlight that sound, which I think is the case with Lena Lovitch's 1978 version. Of course, that might also have been an instance of Sif Records saying, Lena, we want you to release a pop single, but your other songs are too weird. And then there are the homages. Versions recorded by artists just because they really like the song or think it complements their sound. I think that's definitely the case with the Rubenu's very faithful 1976 version, which went on to become their highest charting single and slipped so seamlessly into their repertoire that they could have written it themselves. And then, courtesy of Hidden Citizens, comes the decelerated and heavily reverbed indie version for use in horror movie trailers. And then, of course, international versions, like Armida's Ranchera-flavored take, Ahora Estoy Sora. And then, of course, there is covering the song for the purpose of ironic commentary, a category that can account for pretty much every punk rock cover of the song, such as the ones by Screeching Weasel and Ratcat, or of any punk rock cover of any other mainstream pop song for that matter. I think We're Alone Now is particularly right for ironic commentary because, like a lot of bubblegum songs of its era, it hints at underage carnality while at the same time trading in a cloyingly sentimentalized notion of childhood innocence. Keep in mind that among the song's first lines are, children behave and watch how you play. This begs the question, just how old are these kids? Are they toddlers? This leads into another question I have about the song. When its protagonists find the place where they think they're alone, where are they exactly? On this I have a theory though. Remember that, in the most dramatic section of the song, the lyrics are, running just as fast as we can, holding on to one another's hands, trying to get away into the night until you put your arms around me and we tumble to the ground. Those last two lines suggest that, as they are running at full speed, the narrator's lover literally tackles him and brings him to the ground. That tells me that wherever they end up is a place with soft ground, like a forest or field. This opinion is supported by my impression, inspired in part by those cricket sounds on the first chorus, that the song's action takes place in the suburbs. 
If it were otherwise, and their place of refuge turned out to be a back alley or parking lot, the next verse would be all about scraped elbows and a lot of back teen. This, this scenario is all the more interesting when you imagine the subject lovers as being two-year-olds. Moving on to one final reason to do a cover song is those artists who hope that by covering a song, some of the original's magic will rub off on them. I think this accounts for pretty much every post-Tiffany cover of the song, keeping in mind that Tiffany's version was one of the biggest hits of the 80s. As for the man formerly known as Tommy Jackson, he found that I Think We're Alone Now marked a new evolutionary stage in his band's development, and that that was not entirely a good thing. From his book, quote, The success of the I Think We're Alone Now album and the hit singles that came from it really changed us. Tommy James and the Shondells were no longer the garage band with the fluky hit. We now had a new sound that was uniquely ours. The tight rhythms and the staccato eighth notes that we pioneered and used throughout the album became our signature sound. Because of this, the band changed too." Unquote. Disagreements within the band led James to fire and replace most of its members. Aside from that, the rigors of recording the album left James with a dependency on amphetamines that he would wrestle with for years. It's an oft-told tale that seems like a necessary flip side to the thrilling tale of raw youthful creativity and sudden adulation that plays alongside it. Of course, in Tommy James' case, there is a happy ending to that story, and that Tommy has survived to tell that story himself with a generous amount of wisdom and humor. And now here, in its entirety, is I Think We're Alone Now by Tommy James and the Shondells.
You've been listening to the Friday's Best Pop Song Ever podcast. I'm your host, Todd Statman, letting you know that in addition to I Think We're Alone Now by Tommy James and the Shondells, we also heard I Think We're Alone Now by the Rubenus, I Think We're Alone Now by Lena Lovich, I Think We're Alone Now by Ratcat, I Think We're Alone Now by Hidden Citizens, I Think We're Alone Now by Tiffany, I Think We're Alone Now by AC Rock. I Think We're Alone Now by the Ray Hamilton Orchestra. I Think We're Alone Now by Steve Hammond. I Think We're Alone Now by The Birthday Massacre. I Think We're Alone Now by Girls Aloud. I Think We're Alone Now by Anna Kia. I Think We're Alone Now by Nia Marquez. I Think We're Alone Now by Belle Lawrence. And of course, Ahora Estoy Sola a.k.a. I Think We're Alone Now by Armida. We also heard Yummy 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 by The Ohio Express and Just What I Needed by The Cars. All of which are the property of their copyright holders and used by me for informational purposes only. By the way, Friday's Best Pop Song Ever is now on Stitcher, which makes it easier than ever to keep up with new episodes. Just go to Stitcher, look up the podcast, subscribe, and while you're there, why not rate us, leave a review. In any case, thanks for listening. Sayonara.